And so I just stopped saying can't and I focused on what I could do. Instead of focusing on losing weight, I just focused on changing my heart and my head. The podcast hosted by Jody Tree, Joe on the Mic, Leader Talk, tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. All right, guys, welcome to the next episode, and I am so glad we have a special guest. Her name is Wendy Parmalee. Did I say that correctly? Yep. All right, Austin. Yep, and she you has got it. values <laughs> that lead her life. It is faith and family. Wendy has over 18 years of ministry leadership experience and has been a business manager and a graphic designer for 12 years. I, I like business uh, graphic designers. Her true passion lies in helping others achieve their goals. Over the past 25 years, Wendy has funneled all of her energy into raising her five children. As her children grew older and left the nest, she came to realization that in an attempt to put others first, she had been putting her health and wellness last. Wendy has started a weight loss journey in January of 2020 with a goal of losing 200 pounds. With 90 pounds down, Wendy is on a mission to help women like her beat eating addiction, overcome weight restriction, one choice at a time. She encourages women to see themselves as God would and become the best version of themselves. She wants everyone to know that if she can do this, anyone can. Through her struggles, lessons learned, and small victories, she is hoping to help as many women start to live and not just exist through their lives. Currently, Wendy resides in Miskatchewa, Indiana. Mishawaka. Mishawaka. Good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mishawaka. I've come across a lot of different unusual. Uh, yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, Mishawaka, Indiana with her husband, Robert, of 25 years, praise God, and her youngest son, Tanner. All right, Wendy, I'm so glad to have you on. And if you can just uh, introduce yourself again to our audience and tell us a little bit more about your journey and what you're doing right now. Absolutely, thank you so, so much for having me. Um, I, I'm, I feel a little bit... Um, it's crazy to me that people would want me to come on a podcast, to be honest, um, because this journey started for me um, just trying to get a little bit of control of my life. And um, it has grown into such an amazing. So I started, um, I mean, I, I'm, I've been married for 25 years and I struggled. Um, I, my weight um, has been an issue my entire life. And, um, just in January, God had, has really just taken a two by four to my head and made me realize that I've had separation from him because of my weight. And I've always, I, I'm a strong Christian. I've been a strong Christian. I've raised my children in the church. Uh, Jesus is my best friend. Um, but there was definitely a divide, um, because of my weight my eating addiction and my weight restriction. Um, things held, got my weight held me back. And so in January, I just decided that I was going to bring God along on this journey. And, um, he and I together, we're going to get up my goal mountain. And, uh, since then I started sharing my journey, um, with women and it's been incredible. I got on a, 
um, site. And I was a little discouraged because most of the women on this site didn't have as big of a mountain to climb as I did. Um, I, I started this journey at 401 pounds. So I either, I, at that moment I could make a decision. I could either just get off the site and not get discouraged or I could come out of my shell and share my journey and hope that there were other women in my position that I could encourage while I was trying to get up my mountain. And um, in doing so, it's just, it's been incredible. The amount of women who have reached out to me, who have said, I feel you, I understand, um, and have kind of come along this journey with me has just, God has done some amazing things. So it's been incredible. What would you say, uh, Wendy, is maybe the number one thing that you see that kind of hinders people from addressing uh, the weight issue? Fear and um, themselves, really, honestly. Um, when you are 200 pounds overweight, it looks like a huge obstacle. And I think that so many women focus on the end result and the goal. And they see, okay, if I want to weigh 200 pounds, I have to lose 201 pounds. That's just too big of a, a mountain to climb. And so where I decided when I started was that I wasn't even going to focus on the goal. I was just going to focus with that moment. And I was going to focus on getting, you know, to the next day. And as long as my tomorrow looked better than my today, then I win. Right. And so um, I just started to instead of focusing on losing weight, I just focused on changing my heart and my head and the weight actually was easy compared to that. Because I think we are so afraid of failure, um, especially being that big of a mountain that we're afraid to expose ourselves to failure. And so I started calling out those lies. Like, it's amazing the amount of information that we tell ourselves in such a negative way in our head. And so I started, I stopped saying the word can't, first of all, because that is a huge um, thing with women our size is that there's a lot of things we can't do, right? At 401 pounds, there's a lot of weight restriction. And so there's a lot of things we can't do, but there is things that we can. And so I just stopped saying can't and I focused on what I could do. and. Um, I think that is a big thing. Um, but fear is just, if you call it out and say what it is and you hear it in your voice and you hear it in your head when you, um, when you go to, <laughs> you go to convenience stores and, you know, you get lied to a lot. We lie to ourselves a lot in life in general, but women who are, um, really overweight lie to ourselves a lot. And we try to convince ourselves it's okay if we eat this or it's okay if we can't work out because our feet hurt, our back hurt. And I started exposing those lies and I called them out and said, no, you're lying. You know, it, you're a liar. <laughs> Stop. I didn't realize I was such a liar to myself until I started tackling that. And so when I started addressing that and I started addressing that fear and calling it out as a liar, that's when it started to get a little bit easier and a little bit easier um, when you can identify it. So it's kind of, I think one of the biggest thing um, is fear for sure. Definitely. And I know um, for, for myself, the only time I had the military to help me <laughs> lose weight, mm. 
um, because I was like uh, 230 pounds uh, before I entered the military. And I'm, I'm 5'10", but I was still, I was still overweight. And, and I had to literally have somebody yelling at me and forcing me to eat right because they don't, you only eat what they give you uh, during basic training. Um, but it is, it is and it's, it is kind of funny. It's like, why didn't I do that prior to getting into the military to, mm. to eat right, to get into the mindset of I have to make sure that I'm taking care of myself? Yeah. So, I mean, what, there's fear, mm-hmm. fear of failure, and that's a big one for, for anybody. But why, why, do you think, why do you think we lie to ourselves to say we can't do it? It's our way of coping with, with being afraid to fail. So like when we tell ourselves we can't do it, this is one of the things that I tell myself a lot. And I started doing this. Every time I said the word can't, I replaced the word won't. Because 95% of the time that we say can't, it really isn't that we can't do it. It's because we won't. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. And I think women say can't. uh, I mean, I think everyone says the word can't a lot because it makes them the victim instead of the one who is in control. And so I think if you start, if I, when I started changing my mindset to realizing like, the things that I said I couldn't do, it really is because I wouldn't do them. And so it made me responsible. And so when I started taking responsibility for my actions and responsibility for who I was and how I got to where I got, that's when I started actually being my own hero. And I started taking responsibility for where I was at so that I could get to where I wanted to be. And so I think a lot of times we say can't because it makes us feel better about not doing it. Mm. Um, and so I, I, I think that when I stopped saying can't and started saying wouldn't or won't, it made me responsible. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you know what, guys? I, I really, uh, really want you guys to hear this because Wendy set a goal. She got tired of being sick and tired. Mm. She set a goal. And you know what? And she's a mom. And she's in ministry. She does, she's a business manager with five kids, okay? And she set a goal to knock out 200 pounds. She's, she's 90 pounds down and marching on to, to some more pounds. And she set a goal to go do it. All right, folks, time for a sponsor break. All right, back to our episode. And now uh, I have a question, Wendy. I know you set a goal and you're, and you're, you're knocking it out. You're pushing forward. Yeah. So, with this goal, what were some of the challenges that you faced and how did you overcome some of them challenges? <laughs> I face challenges every single day because it's hard. It's not, it's not easy. Um, but I first started by changing my foundation, right? Because we build, like I wanted this foundation to be solid, Um, just like our faith and just like our, like we just, you have to build it on solid ground. And I think a lot of people when they tackle weight loss or they tackle, this isn't just about weight loss, like, because it's just about any goal that you set yourself. I mean, I called my company goal mountain journey because it's just about any goal that we set for ourselves. But I think a lot of times we skip right over the, the, system that gets us to the goal. We just try to reach the goal without placing the system down. Right. So I started 
building a solid foundation. And I started just taking one step at a time. And I started making one baby step at a time to lay my foundation so that when life hits you, which it does, I mean, you get, you know, you get sick or you get injured or you have family issues or financial issues and the, and life hits you. And so I wanted to make sure that my foundation for my health was so solid that even when life hit me, still keep on my journey. And so I started tackling one little thing at a time. Um, and it was when I first started in January, I could only walk a half a mile, but I could walk a half a mile. And so I was like, I'm going to walk a half a mile. And, um, so what I, I started walking a half a mile, but those, I mean, the challenges are like, because I could only, I, I, I use that word only, and I don't use that word very often anymore. I, I try to not say only ever because only makes it sound terrible, but I could walk a half a mile. You know, it's like when we only lose, I've, there's been weeks where, you know, a lot of weeks where I've only lost a half a pound, that half a pound adds up. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you the word only is destructive. So I got rid of the word only because that kind of was one of those challenges where um, because I had weight restriction, I, there were not things that I could do. So I just started focusing on what I could and got rid of the word only. Um, and I just, I think one of the other things is the voices in your head. The, more than anything else, I think that that is what hurts and that those voices that give you permission to not take power. And one of the th ways that I got over that was I started tapping into my power because one of the, I, a verse that my children could quote all day, every day is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who th strengthens me. I preach that to my children. I drilled that into my children's head. And on this journey, what I've really realized is, man, I was a hypocrite as I was raising my children because I didn't take that and apply it to my health and on me. Like I raised my children to be the best version of themselves, but I wasn't the best version of myself. Like, um, so I tapped into that power. God promises us. I can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. He's the one that gives me the strength. And so one of the huge challenges of not feeling like I could tackle these challenges was to bring Jesus with me because mm -hmm. with him, my power is endless. It is beyond measure. And so I am powerful beyond measure when he's with me. So that's the biggest thing that I think I've, um, brought along on this journey and how I face the challenges is to realize that not in my power to do this, it's too hard. Um, I mean, changing, you know, beating any kind of addiction in general, but eating addiction and weight restriction is tough. And there were, when I started this journey, I mean, I, I could tell you story after story of things that happened to me where, you know, I couldn't fit into chairs and I couldn't go to concerts with my children because I was afraid that I wouldn't fit in the auditorium chair. I didn't go to a missions trip with my son because I didn't think I could fit in the airplane. And I didn't think I could take the journey, you know, up the walk um, because it was a huge hill that they had to walk every day. And I was afraid I wouldn't be able to do that. So I didn't do that. And so, I mean, I was held back a lot by my weight and it's a hard thing, but God promises us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So I just started drawing on his power and not mine. And I, and I know one of the things that comes up when we talk about weight loss and, and all this is that there's a difference between 
being motivated by conviction mm. and being motivated by shame. Mm. And because I know in, in my growing up, I was overweight and I had a lot of shame in how mm. I looked. So can you, can you tell our audience a little bit about that? Yeah, I think um, how I, 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 I don't work out because I hate my body. I work out because I love it, you know, and I think a, that mindset is huge. Like that, it makes or breaks a challenge. Like when you are positive about something, um, it makes it a lot easier to get through it. And, you know, I have to work out versus I want to work out. You know, I have to eat healthy. I can't eat that or I don't want to eat that. Like the way that we talk to ourselves and that positive positive self-talk is huge. And I think someone who's overweight, um, and I even just, I don't even think it's necessarily someone who is hugely overweight. I think that weight restriction isn't just for someone who has a physical weight restriction. Like I did at 401 pounds. I think there are women, um, and even men who are 20 or 30 pounds overweight and have weight restriction because of an emotional or mental, um, thing, and they don't feel comfortable in their skin or they don't feel comfortable and they have, you know, so they don't go to the parties or they don't go somewhere because they don't want someone to see them because they don't feel comfortable in their skin or their clothes or however. So I think weight restriction is different with everybody, but I really think that that is one of the biggest ways. Positive self-talk is huge. And I started it feeling really weird, but I would, I, I started doing it in the bathroom when I would go into the bathroom to brush my teeth. And I would tell myself, you are powerful beyond measure. Like there's nothing you can't do. And um, I think that's huge. And if a mirror is something that bothers you, don't look in the mirror. Like, it's just, you know, I mean, stay away from it. Like, it's just a matter of mindset and about telling yourself that you're not on this journey because you hate yourself. You're on this journey because you love yourself, because you love Jesus, and because you want to be the version that God created us to be. And we cannot be exactly who God wants us to be and who he created us to be for a purpose and with a purpose if we have weight restriction and we are held by an addiction, um, eating addiction or whatever kind of, you can't walk the exact path that God wants for us. And there it's, there's nothing better than that. Because in, in Christ, there, there is no condemnation in Jesus. That's mm. what the word that God tells us. Unfortunately, when there is something that we need, or we think we need fixing or adjusting, we confuse trying to, to go on the right path with, with shame. And that's why I bring that up. Absolutely. Because I always felt shame about mm. not living up to whatever standard that, that was coming up in my mind. Right. And it, and it did. It, it hindered me from going toward a goal or going toward a mark. And, uh, and like I, when we talked about it in the, uh, in the, uh, the mastermind, uh, the breakouts that we had, yeah, I went into the military. I lost weight, but I was still in that mindset of not eating healthy or being healthy with my body. Right. So if I stopped exercising, that, that weight would come back in a, in a rush because I didn't change my thought about how I took care of my body. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I love what you're saying because 
any change that begins has to begin in our mind within our percent. I tell everybody the biggest change, like I've lost a lot of weight. Um, I've gone from a size 28, 30 to a size 16, 18. Um, I mean, I've, I've lost a lot of weight and there's been physical change, but the biggest change that I have had is my heart and my head. Mm. And um, it's amazing everything in your life changes when you take control of something. I'm not to my goal. I'm not even close. I mean, I, I still have a long way to go, but with every choice, with every good choice and with every positive affirmation and with seeking Jesus in this, it gives him control over more of my life. And one thing that I'm realizing is that when you start loving yourself and it, it does, it, it starts with loving yourself because I think a lot of people I know, listen, I loved my kids. I love my family. I loved my life. Um, I was not happy with myself at all. And I didn't focus on myself. I did not love myself. And when I started loving myself the way that Jesus loved, loves me. And I started tapping like, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is all the love verse. If you go through first Corinthians and you look at the word love, do you love yourself like that? Because I don't think a lot of people do. I think when we read that verse, we think about love as in loving other people. But when you love yourself enough to fill up your cup, it allows you to pour so much more onto other people. And so that's what I'm learning in this journey is that there is so much more I could have given throughout my entire life, but I was going around with a half empty cup because I wasn't giving myself the self-love and the attention and focusing on my health and doing all of that stuff. So I missed out on a lot of opportunities to give to other people because I just didn't have the energy to do it. But the more I pour into myself and I love myself and I pour into my relationship with Jesus, he fills up my cup and overflows my cup to love other people more than we could ever imagine. So that's kind of where I, I want, I want every woman on the planet to find that kind of love so that they can give to their families. They can give to their churches. They can give to their employers. They can give to their husbands so much more than they're giving right now because they are holding themselves back. And it is a choice every day, sometimes second by second, hour by hour, but it is our choice. And I think a lot of women, they think it's selfish to take time for themselves, even half an hour to work out. They think it's selfish because they're, they, they're busy, right? We're, we're moms. We have to take care of the house and the family and the cooking and the cleaning and all of the things that we do. But what they're missing is if they take just a little bit of time for themselves and they take time to spend just a few minutes with Jesus every day, they are filling themselves up so that they can give way more to other people when they do that. And I wish that I would have done that years ago. I wish I would have figured this out years ago. And that's why I'm trying to tell everybody now so that they can figure it out before they've given, you know, 25 years up. And so that's, yeah, that's my story. <laughs> wow, that's, that's awesome. I think we could just do like a mic drop. Uh, that, that, that's, that's, that's like advice for universally. And I know you're focusing on women, but that is yeah. a universal thing. If we get, if we spend more time with God and receive from him, because like he said to the woman of the well, if you would ask me for water, 
Mm. I would give you living waters. Absolutely. And he just spent time with her. Yeah. And you'll never I mean, thirst again. <laughs> you'll never thirst yeah. again. Yeah. For I, I say women a lot just because that's who kind of I've been reaching out to mm -hmm. and who've been reaching out to me. I think I relate to, I mean, I've been a mom. I mean, like, like I said, I, I've been a mom for 25 years and I did pour my family. My life was my children for 25 years and they still are, to be honest. I mean, I still have a 16 year old at home and um, my older children, two of them still live in town and two of them are just a little bit out of town, but still, I'm still a very active part in their lives. But what's really cool and the biggest thing that I've learned is no matter how long it's taken us, no matter how old we are, it is never too late to be an example to your children. And so I did miss out on that opportunity to be an example to them when they were young, but I can still be an example to them now to let them know that it's never too late to change a bad habit. Mm -hmm. And um, it's never too late to change your life and to find your purpose. And so I think that's, it is never, ever too late to take control for sure. That's right. And uh, Wendy, if you could please, uh, uh, you're having something coming up pretty soon. If you could please let us know uh, that this event and where they can find you. So I started a Facebook page. Um, it's a place that I go to. <laughs> I started it really just kind of for myself and to keep track of my journey, but um, it's goal, G-O-A-L, goal mountain journey. That's the Facebook page. And I post on there a lot. Um, Mondays is Lyric Monday because songs are a way to my heart. And I always post on Mondays about a song or a lyric that means a lot to me. On Wednesdays, I do Quote Wednesday because, again, quotes are something that are really important to me. I, quote, I put quotes all around my house. Um, Friday, I do Faith Friday. And I just talk a little bit about how God is using this journey to uh, grow me um, and my relationship with the Lord and grow me as a mom and as a wife. Um, and then on Sundays, I do meal prep Sundays. And so I post my meal preps and um, recipes and ideas and how to um, do meal preps. So you can go to there and um, kind of follow my journey. I also post pictures and some exercises that I do sometimes on there. But I also have a ropes team. I call it a ropes team because everything about my journey has been about traveling up a mountain. And my ropes team are women who come together and a ropes team when you're climbing a mountain is where you tie yourself to everyone. So everyone is tied together by a rope. And so when one person falls, everybody helps them get up and so that nobody is um, left behind. And so I take women and right now we're doing a study on atomic habits, but in November, um, on November 16th, we're going to launch a holiday hike. And that's basically just for women to come together and to get through the holidays because holidays are hard. There is so much junk food and, you know, parties and it's always comfort food. And so we're going to do a holiday hike and um, come together. We'll have a meeting once a week um, on Zoom uh, where we do a challenge. I'll do a challenge and um, we'll get to share some struggles or successes um, throughout the week. And then um, have a private Facebook page so that we can go and post um, on there if we need encouragement or we want to encourage um, people throughout the holidays and just help each other stay on our journey up our goal mountains during the holidays. Um, and that's, that's going to, I'll put all of the information in November on the Facebook page and that hike will launch on the 16th of November. 
And uh, we'll go ahead and put a link as well in, in this uh, episode. So if people want to click on it and they can come and, and see what, what you're doing. And awesome. is there any, any last words that you would like to give to the listeners? Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, uh, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. And if we can use that verse to understand that his plan is always better and we cannot be in that plan when we are struggling with weight, re weight restriction and eating addiction. We just can't. And so we have to get a hold on that. And if we're going to get a hold on that, tap into his power because you have an unlimited supply of it. So figure out how to bring him along on your journey and you will not fail. So. Amen and amen. And guys, uh, you, you want to listen to this uh, podcast again, I'm telling you. And there's so many good things about how we can live our life to the fullest mm. and spiritually and physically. Because when Jesus came, he came to give us life and give us life more abundantly. Absolutely. And that's in every area of our life. So, Wendy, I am so glad you came on. Thank you for sharing uh, and having the courage to share with us your journey. And, guys, visit, well, gals. <laughs> gals uh, ladies, uh, visit her Facebook page. See all the amazing things that she's doing. And, and I, I encourage you guys to go along with her journey, support her, cheer her on. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.